about this in the church place. We want to talk from we're just sitting around. How about this in the church? salvation. You see, what we can say is Christian conduct are the proof or the evidence that I have been saved by the author Christ. James chapter 2, verse 20 through 26. The very fact of the matter is that unless one's lifestyle changes after conversion, the conversion most likely was not genuine. In other words, let's talk about it in 2020 language. You say you've been trained of Jesus. Let's talk about Jesus and what like those people you. That means there are things you're not going to do anymore. Not because you desire to do them. Um, no, you don't have to do anything anymore because it's transforming your life. You don't want to know. You have no desire to live. That taste is fresh. That's all about go. We want to do We want Jesus to come here. I'm not saying nobody here that's listening to this will not have withdrawals sometime. Because if you ask any addict, anybody that has been addicted to anything, you can have withdrawals. But you just thank God for grace, hallelujah, and thank him for mercy. You see, a converted person will find his greatest joy in discovering Jesus' will in everything and joyously following where he leads. Beware of idolatry. Beware of idolatry. The first epistle of John talks about Christian conduct and it's and it close. At its close in first John five twenty one, Jesus warns us through his servant John to keep ourselves from idols. The master is referring to anything that interferes with or lessens my for him, such as music with or fashion, my possessions, adornment, evil forms of entertainment, spouse, friends, mama, papa, daddy, church. You got to have a personal relationship with Jesus. You see, the natural fruit or the result of a true conversion is to follow Jesus happily and adopt his lifestyle. Now, should we expect everyone to look with favor upon the Christian lifestyle where everybody adopt this and keep on going? Well, the answer to that, the short answer, brothers and sisters, is no. Uh -uh. You see, Jesus said that the things of God are foolishness, there you go, to the natural man because they are not spiritually discerned. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. When Jesus refers to conduct, he's laying down principles for the first place for us seeking to be led by the Holy Spirit. You see, his principles for us seeking to be and will joyously follow the counsel others may not understand or approve, and they don't want to do that old Jesus, that Christian thing. They don't want to do that because you look too, you know, whatever, whatever. Well, how would a person who rejects Jesus' standards for Christian conduct how would they view heaven? Mm hmm How would they view heaven? You see, mm -hmm. how would they view heaven? He would imagine that there's no pornographic no pornographic material, no prostitutes, no no pornographic no prostitutes, no books to look at, no profile, nobody cussing, nobody shooting, nobody gambling. To them, hell for those who have not formed a true relationship with the Lord. This is why Christian standards make no sense to them. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse 14 through 17. How can I adopt and follow these Bible guidelines without appearing pharisaical, judgmental or even legalistic 
Well, here's a conversation that we all need to have and it's very important in our day. How can I adopt and follow these Bible guidelines without appearing pharisaical, judgmental, and legalistic? Everything we do should be with one thought in mind, and that's to express love and esteem for Jesus, 1 John 3 and 22. You see, when Jesus is next up, he's shown himself in the that will be drawn to him. One question should always be, will this honor God? Everything you do, beloved, should be, will this honor God? When I go to the store, I can my behavior, my conduct, will God? Would I listen to this song or that song or do this gyration or move like that, trying to get home old boy or old girl's attention? Would I watch that? Would I drink that? Would I smoke that? Would I buy that? Would I re even be caught with this in person with me if Jesus is around? Jesus is with you and me, and he sees everything we do. He sees everything that we think. And I must sense Jesus' presence in every facet and activity of my life. And when I consciously spend time with him, I become like him, 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. Then when people are with me, they will respond as they did to the disciples of old. They marveled and they took out of the division that they had been watching this act and form for the Christians who live like that will never become theological, they'll never become judgmental or legalistic or high and pious or holier than thou. In Old Testament days, God's people were in almost constant apostasy. That means separating from church. They were always doing something they ain't had no business doing because they chose to live as their heathen neighbors rather than follow the distinctive lifestyle. God It's true even today in 2020. No one can serve two masters, Jesus said that in Matthew 6 and verse 24. Those who cling to the world and its lifestyle will be slowly molded by Satan to adopt his feelings and desires and thus be, be lost. Lord help us. Those who follow Jesus' principles and Christian conduct will be changed into his image and prepared for heaven. There's no middle ground, beloved. There's some other stuff that we got to talk about that I know that you have questions about, questions by. And here's some thought questions that we discussed some other time ago, but have to bring it to the, the front light. I know what God would have me to do, but I just don't feel that I'm ready to do, begin to do it now. What do you suggest? Oh, here's some questions. Here's some answers here. Begin doing it at once. Never don't don't depend on your feelings. God guides through the words of Scripture, Isaiah 8, 20, to the law and to the testimony. Feelings are often astray. The Jewish leaders felt that they should crucify Christ, but they were wrong. They felt, you hear that? They felt that they should crucify Christ, and they were wrong. Many will feel saved at Jesus' death and death of Christ. Many will feel saved The devil is his feelings. If I depend on my feelings, he will lead me to destruction. Well, brothers and sisters, I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I've, I've asked some of these other questions as, as well. And some things have to come to mind when we have a discussion. It seems to me that churches list too many rules, too many things that I got to do in order to be right for them. It drives me up the hill. Isn't following Jesus is what really matters? The answer to that is yes. Following Jesus is what really matters. However, following Jesus means one thing to one person and something quite different to another person. The only safe way to know what following Jesus means 
is to discover what he to know what he says in his word on any question regarding right doing. Those who lovingly follow Jesus' commands will one day soon enter his kingdom, Revelation 22 and verse 14. And those who follow his Revelation 22 will go astray and could be led away from his kingdom, Matthew 15, 3 through 9. Well, some of these things come to mind. I know you're still thinking about it, still pondering. Uh, and a few of these requirements stuff come to mind. And you know when people be talking in church, outside the church, and you just talking with some friends or just listen to people talk about religion or, or spirit or spiritual stuff. A few of God's requirements seem unreasonable and necessary to me. If you can't understand requirements, they are important. What do you suggest? Children often feel that same, that some of their parents' requirements the same way. Don't play in the street. Do this, do that. They feel that that's unreasonable. But in the later years, a child will thank the parents for the requirement. We are children in dealing with God because his thoughts and actions are high above ours as the heavens are above the earth. Isaiah 55, verse 8 and 9. And we need to trust our loving Heavenly Father, not your feelings, in the few areas we may not understand. And stop playing in the street. He requires. When I am truly in love with Jesus, I will give him the benefit of the doubt and do his will, even if I do not always understand why. The new birth is the key. The Bible says when I am truly born again, overcoming the world will not be a problem. Why? Because a converted person will have the faith and trust to happily follow Jesus in everything. First John 5 verse 4. So refusing to follow him because I am not clear on his reasons display a lack of trust on my part, not on Jesus' part. I hope you got that today, beloved. I hope you got that today. Let me ask us something else. Let's talk about something else right quick. What are the greatest dangers for Christians today? What are the greatest dangers for Christians today? Well, among the greatest dangers are divided loyalties. You see, many Christians have two loves that divide Jesus. Sinful practices. Too many, it seems, wish to see how closely they can follow the world and still be considered Christians. They like playing a game that we used to play called In the River on the Bank. They like playing a game that we used to play called Line and, and be so close to being a part of the church, but yet be in the world, I'm good. That ain't going to work with Jesus. That type of lifestyle ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. You see, Jesus really warned that no one can serve two masters. That's Matthew 6 and verse 24. You can't. It's impossible. You don't want to do it, so don't force you. Sure, brothers and sisters, here's something else that and shouldn't they change with the times? You know, I said, well, you don't change with the times? We don't do that anymore. Well, let's, let's hear some information. The customs may change, but Bible standards stand the test of time. They endure. 
as they unfortunately the test, the worthy and power of God shall stand for The church must lead, not to follow. God says for us to be the head and not the tail, above only and never beneath. It must not be programmed by cultural humanism or trends of the day. We are not to bring the church down to erring human standards, but rather up to Jesus' standards. And when a church lives, speaks, looks, and behaves like the world, who would ever go to it for help? Jesus sends a clarion call to his people and his church saying, you need to come out from among them and be ye separate. Do not touch the unclean thing and I will receive you. 2 Corinthians 6 and verse 17. You see, the church is not to imitate the world, but rather to repudiate it. Mm -hmm. The world has ravaged billions. The church must not join in its mayhem. The church must and stand. The church must stand tall and with a gracious but firm voice call people to listen to Jesus and come up to his standards. And when a hearer falls in love with Jesus and asks him to control his life, the Savior will work the miracles needed to change life. Or her, God's eternal kingdom. There is no other condition whereby men must be saved. Brothers and sisters, that's our time. God bless you today. We end our series. Have a great and blessed day. You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with yours truly, Dr. Christopher Manuel. You are invited to join me at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church every first and second Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located at 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. And on the third and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located at 45. South Northwest Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on the air. Secret correspondence to 916 Richmond Drive, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71302. And join us every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on KAYT, AQJO, Be blessed. This is Tiffany Sanders, candidate for Rat Peace Paris District Judge Division F, reminding you that every election is decided by the people who show up. The power lies in the hands of people who vote. Your participation in the November 3rd election is vital to the growth and stability of our community. Change can happen only when we vote. Thank you. Attorney Tiffany Sanders, concerned citizen, candidate for Rapids Parish District Judge, and proud sponsor of K.